Have you had an idea for a business in your head for years, but are not brave enough to give up your nine to five to make it happen? Or do you have a secret passion project you would love to make some income from? I know how you feel. I neither had the bravery or the finances to immediately leap from my corporate job to be an entrepreneur. My business started as a side hustle, and I even had a second one alongside that. What do you call that? I don't know. Double hustle? Anyway, the beauty of having a job or business on the side of your main job is that you get to have all the freedom, flexibility, enjoyment, or autonomy that you crave, along with some handy extra income, while keeping the security and comfort of your current career. A little added extra is that even if you're desperate to leave your desk job, just knowing you're creating this little side hustle that's all yours can make the day job that little bit less painful, which gives you the time to decide if the full-time career leap is for you, or if you're happy with the passion projects remaining on the side. Does that sound good to you? In this episode, I'm talking about what exactly a side hustle is, why it could be a good option for you, and the seven simple steps you can take right now to get started. If you've been holding back from starting a side hustle because it sounds too complicated, or you have no idea where to start, then grab a notebook and pen and pull up a chair, as you're going to want to write all this down. Are you ready to hustle? Let's dive in. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development and recruitment to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. Many of us hide our passions and secret dreams for the future because we can't really see them becoming a reality or may not think it's realistic to throw in the towel on all you've known in the working world to hair off in a new direction. And let's face it, we have bills to pay and a standard of living to keep going. Quite a few of us also don't think our friends and family would get why we feel so strongly in our hearts and guts we should be doing something else, to the extent they would support a total career leap. Here is where a side hustle could be the answer to your prayers. You may have heard people, including me, talking about side hustles, But what exactly does that mean? Well, it's a name to group together all types of work you can do on the side of your part-time or full-time job. So it can be a service or product-based business you run alongside your job or a short-term paid project you do on weekends or evenings. It can be freelancing in your area of expertise or in the area of your passion or maybe some other kind of paid work like photography, dog walking, or even cutting lawns. Basically, anything you do alongside your job that brings in extra income and doesn't involve having another boss is a side hustle. Side hustles are great if you're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, but want to test ideas, make sure you have a customer base, and decide if you have the mindset and ability to work for yourself before you hand in your notice. They're also really useful if you'd love to move into a new specialism and want to test your knowledge and find your feet first. Side hustles usually are based on your passions. That is, the things that light you up, that you love and are aligned to your talents. But sometimes people have side hustles if they love their job, as it's working with their passion, but just need to make a little bit more income. So they do something maybe not as exciting, but more lucrative on the side. Like you leave your desk job as a HR manager to become maybe a fashion designer, 
but you do some consulting and HR on the side to supplement your income while you train. So if you do decide to move on to a new career specialism, it will take some time to get established. You could freelance or consult in your old specialism, if you can bear to that is. Many people start side hustles for the freedom and flexibility it brings them. If you're tired of never being able to make decisions or always deferring to your boss in your day job, then being able to call all the shots in your side hustle can be a breath of fresh air. The security of having a side hustle rather than going for a direct leap to a new specialism or full-time business or freelancing can be very attractive. You have the comfort of getting a regular salary while being able to test and explore your passion to see if it's something you want to leap to long term. It also gives you another stream of income, which can be a lifeline if you should lose your job or another global event like the COVID pandemic comes along. A major benefit of a side hustle is financial freedom. As you're earning money on top of your salary, you can put that towards a big purchase, a holiday or even some extra treats each month. It could also go into your savings so that you can build up a pot to cover you for six months to a year should you choose to go for that big career leap or if you lost your job. This was a major thing for me. I did some freelance writing as well as starting the foundations of my business alongside my job and this was useful in helping me build up my freedom pot. The nature of side hustles means you don't actually have to invest much to start it up. Many are service-based, so just using your skills. And even if you do have a product, you can start small and assess demand before you invest more. Also, you don't always need a qualification to start something. I've seen people make and sell crafts or create online courses to show people how to knit or to cook. As long as you're clear you're basing your service, expertise or teaching on your experiences alone, you don't always need to show formal qualifications or learning. I hope you're now all fired up and saying, great, I want a side hustle. Nick, how do I do it? Well, there are a few things to consider before you get going. Now, I'm going to assume you already know what passion you want to develop into a side hustle. If you haven't, then this is something you have to do. Go and download my free guide, How to Find Your Burning Passion and Reignite Your Career in Life, to nail down what your passion is. The guide takes you through step by step how you can find the one passion that has the potential to become your new career or business. This is essential or your side hustle will not be successful in the long term. You need to have that passion to keep it going. If you just choose something you're good at but not hugely passionate about, you will go on for a while but it will eventually fizzle out or start being something you resent or are stressed out by. The only caveat here is if you're already working with your passion full time, And the side hustle is a temporary thing to fund you while you get settled. So again, that guide is how to find your burning passion and reignite your career in life. And you can get it by going to www.nicolohara.com forward slash burning passion. Okay, moving on. So when you know the passion you want to turn into a side hustle, the next thing you need to consider is your current employer's company policy about you working outside of your role. I know it's super boring, and not something you really want to think about when you have all these dreams about what you could be doing as a side hustle, but this is essential. You don't want to put your main job at risk. Well, not until you're ready to leave on your own terms. So look at the employee handbook, check with the HR or compliance team. There are some companies that do not allow any second jobs or businesses, but that is rare. But most will have policies that you, you can't do work in the same field or industry that is your day job or use your position to sell anything. So, for example, if you're a lawyer but you want to sell your paintings, that shouldn't be an issue. 
but you will most likely need to get formal permission, even if it's not against the policy. Once that's done, you're ready to go. Okay, number two, research your options. There are numerous options you can take in terms of your side hustle. So you look at, could you freelance, start a physical product-based business like selling on Etsy? Or could you teach in your passion field or maybe start even a podcast based on your passion? Find out what the possibilities are and see what options appeal to you. Think about how much time that you would need. What investment up front? Are there any systems, equipment or tools you would have to have? How quickly could you start making some income? Are there any legal or financial rules you need to learn? At this point, you're not looking in depth, but getting an idea about what the possibilities are and then narrowing them down to a few potentials. Connect with people on Facebook groups or on LinkedIn that are already doing what you want to do. Ask friends if they know of anyone else doing the same. Another great tool is a search engine that is Pinterest. No, it's not just for looking at recipes and and finding out the latest fashion trends. There's a lot of information on side hustles there too. Actually, I, I have my own boards there that shares a lot of information from me and other experts on this topic. So do go and check it out if you haven't already done so. You go to at the Nicola O'Hara, that's at the Nicola O'Hara on Pinterest and follow me and you'll get the ideas popping up into your feed. I also have a free cheat sheet. This is, you're, you're very lucky today, I'm giving a lot of away things for free. I have a free cheat sheet in which I not only list my top side hustle ideas, but also give you some inspiration and guidance on where to find more information and what could potentially be the right fit for you. So do go and check that out. You can do that by going to www.nicolohara.com forward slash side hustle. That's nicolohara.com forward slash side hustle. The next thing you need to think about is time and how much you have. What I get told all the time is, I have no time. And I used to think like that. I had a busy corporate job working in the city of London and had a long commute. I was building the foundation of my business on weekends and early mornings. I was always tired, so finding time to fit in freelance writing seemed impossible. But I've been given the opportunity and, and I didn't want to let it go by. So I totally get where you're coming from. It was then when someone reminded me about Parkinson's law, which says that work expands to fill the time allotted. In other words, the amount of work required adjusts the time available for its completion. Like if you need to write a report and you have three hours for it, you will make it longer, add more points, pad it out and use a full amount of time allocated. But if you have just an hour before the deadline, you will get it done. It may not have all the added extras, but it will be fit for purpose. And that got me thinking, if I could take an hour each week from my business prep time, it would make me more efficient with my business planning and give me more time to write. I was able to use the time to write by using a simple formula, passion, focus, habit, which means I wrote about what I was passionate about. I focused on one topic at a time and I created a habit by setting one hour at the same time every week that was non-negotiable. So think about how much time you can take out to focus on this side hustle. How much of your social life, your family time, your friend time or working time are you willing to sacrifice? When you have that time agreed with yourself, whether it's an hour a week or a day a week, you can consider which of your potential side hustles could feasibly be fitted into that time frame. The key point here is to fit your type of side hustle to the time you have, rather than decide on something that you will then have to squeeze into time you just don't have. Okay, next up is to educate yourself. 
You know the old saying, knowledge is power. Well, this is so true here. You have to learn as much as you can about your chosen side hustle. So if you're looking at freelancing, find out all the ins and outs legally, financially, and how you go about finding gigs. If you want to podcast, listen to podcasts and podcasting, do an online course and read articles and books. This is far more in-depth than the research phase. This is making sure you are armed with all the information you need so you can set goals and make your plan. The next point is really important and it's getting clear on your ideal client and validating your idea. As a freelancer, consultant or seller of a physical or service-based product, you will have to have an ideal client and you need to know if your side hustle idea will be attractive to them. You may think you have a great idea, but you need to have more confirmation of that than your own view or even that of your loved ones. Let's face it, they will either try to put you off or be so encouraging you don't know if it's a good idea or not. They're just too close to it. At the end of the day, you don't want to leave it to chance. So speak to people who could be potential clients to find out if, if that is something that they want, that's attracted to them. Think about who your clients will be. Are they companies or consumers, like people like you? What type of companies will you target? Or what type of person would buy from you or pay for a service? Really get a picture of who you want to attract and then speak to them. How do you do that, I hear you ask? If, well, if your potential clients are companies, then you could ask the recruiters or buyers what they look for in, in the people that they hire on a freelance basis. Or if your potential clients are consumers or other people like you, then you can ask on your Facebook page if people you know are willing to help you do market research. If you do, then make sure to say you need people who fit your ideal client's profile. You can also ask in any Facebook groups that you're in that if Is there anybody who'd be willing to hear about your idea and give you feedback? Try and speak to five to 10 ideal clients about what your side hustle idea is and what they think of it. I know it's uncomfortable, but what you get back is pure gold. The idea here is to be sure your idea has the potential to make you some income before you waste any of your time planning and creating something that may just not be of interest. Now, you know what comes next. It's creating your project plan. This will really be dependent on whatever side hustles you decide to go for. But in general, you need to set goals and within those goals, specific milestones. You can start by setting your launch date for this new side hustle. In other words, when you want to start actively marketing your services and generating income. Then work back from there, considering time for getting things set up. So including any legal, financial or regulatory necessities. Creating your physical products or deciding exactly what your service will be, whether that is freelance or as a business owner. You should also include time for defining and organising your marketing strategy like social media or if you need a website. The detail required in your plan will all depend on your side hustle. So if you're setting yourself up as a dog walker, then it's going to be a lot less complicated than becoming a freelancer for companies or setting up your own product-based business on Etsy. The main thing is to have that start date decided on then you know what timing you're working to. Just make sure it's not too far away. As if we go back to Parkinson's law, whatever date you put in, you will use all that time, even if it's two years away. You'll make excuses as to why you're not ready before that and could potentially overcomplicate things. This is not theory. I experienced this myself and delayed myself by months, so I know what I'm talking about. So put in a realistic date, but make sure it gives you a little bit of urgency to keep you on your toes. Finally, you can get around to creating your offer and getting started. This is the creative phase, the most exciting, and you can really pour all your passion into it. A pro tip here 
Even though you may want to create many physical products to sell, or you may want to tell companies that you have many skills you can offer them as a freelancer, in the start at least, just focus on one thing. There's no point putting all your passion and energy into creating things that may not sell or may not be attractive for a potential freelance gig. So pick one and focus all your time, energy and passion into that. Let's go back to the dog walker example. You could say you can walk the dogs, but maybe you can also house it for them too. Or perhaps you're good at training them. And what about grooming them? You're amazing at that too. You want to do all the things, give all the value to your clients. But if you spread yourself too thin, you can't do it. And it's also hard to be an expert in everything. So choose one thing and stick to that. Market that and become the go-to in that one thing. Then when you're established, you may be able to branch out into related products. But at the beginning, stick to just one. Keep it simple. When you've decided on that offering, then you need to price it. How much will you charge for that service or physical product? What will your freelance rate be? You'll need to do some investigation and comparison on what others in your space are charging. What is important is to offer different levels of pricing for the access they get to you. For example, a consultant may offer a resource guide for their specialism for maybe £75 and then have an hourly rate of £200 or a day rate of £750. These are just out of my head. I'm, I'm not, not saying those are the rates you should charge. So our dog walker could charge one rate for walking the dogs with other dogs and maybe a VIP rate for walking it solo. You get what I mean. Different levels of, of, of payment for different levels of service. Of course, all this depends on the time you have and how much you can dedicate to your side hustle. Once you have your offer built and your prices or rates decided, it's time to market yourself. For this, you have to get involved with social media in some way. I know, as an employee, you may not have much experience in social media, but in the freelance solopreneur world, they are the primary way to connect with potential clients and tell people what you're offering. You don't need to use all the platforms, but pick one that relates most to your side hustle subject and focus on that one. For example, if you're selling homemade products on Etsy, you can use Pinterest as your primary social media platform. That could also work for freelance photographers or writers. If your side hustle is more related to the corporate or business world, then LinkedIn is more suitable. The main thing is to share what you do with people or communities who may want to work with you and get them interested in what you have to offer. The bottom line is, it's not as difficult as you think to start a side hustle. I'm not saying it's a piece of cake. But by following these simple steps, you can get your dream launched into the world. So let's recap. Make sure you're aware of your current employer's policy on extra jobs or having your own business. Number two, research your options. Number three, find the maximum time you can set aside and tailor your side hustle to it. Number four, educate yourself on everything about your side hustle requirements. Get clear on your ideal client and validate your idea. Number six, create a solid plan. And number seven, decide on your offer and get started. Your passion really is the key. That will keep you motivated and inspired to keep going as you see your fledgling side hustle take flight. It doesn't take years of planning to make it happen. As Parkinson's law also states, that can lead to procrastination, overthinking and overwhelm. You just need a burning passion to focus on your goals, embed good habits and have a clear plan and a simple offer and you can have your side hustle up and running sooner than you think. I firmly believe that you have all the passion and potential to make this side hustle a success. 
the main thing is to take action, to go for it, to get started. After all, everyone deserves to live their passion. So get started. This is your time. Thanks so much for listening. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, follow or subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google or Stitcher, or go to my website, nicolohara.com forward slash podcast. That's all for now. See you next time.